Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, serving you wherever you are. From the Descom continue. Uh, we're told that uh, if we do experience an economic upturn uh, in the second half of the year, many people saying, you know, it's impossible, we could actually start experiencing a bit of an economic upturn. Things are starting to look a little bit good in South Africa. Um, although we did get knocked with uh, with the trade deficit, unexpected trade deficit in the last month. But the figures have been like uh, showing some green shoots of, of, uh, of growth and opportunity in the second half of the year. But we're told, no, in actual fact, if we do have economic growth, we're going to have to have power outs because ESCOM's not going to be able to take up the slack. Well, a lot of problems happening, more than 440 billion rands worth of debt at ESCOM, more bailouts uh, in the in the pipeline, and uh, now it turns out that in actual fact ESCOM might not be given the, the true and correct figures to Parliament. Uh, they came before the Parliamentary Oversight Committee, uh, the Standing Committee on Public Accounts yesterday. And uh, they got a lot of flack from Chris Yelland. He is the publisher of EE Publishing, focusing on the energy sector. He really does a good job in terms of keeping a tight rein on on ESCOM and what's going on over there. Uh, And he joins us on the line now. Uh, Chris, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thanks. And good morning to your listeners. Thanks for having me on the show. So now, Chris, uh, apparently ESCOM is not giving the true figures to, to Parliament at the, at the um, Oversight Committee uh, yesterday. Uh, the figures that, that they, put, they put before Parliament were not in actual fact the real figures. Can you give us a bit of light on this? Yeah, well, the point is they are very outdated figures. Um, uh, those figures that they gave to Parliament um, are figures that appear in ESCOM's annual financial results uh, for the 2015-2016 uh, financial year, that means three years ago compared to the current account. Uh, so it's like almost and, a cut-and-paste uh, job. Uh, well, they just haven't been updated. Yeah. Uh, and Eskom say that they update these figures regularly, but they didn't. Okay. So mm. the, not only are they three years old, but they also exclude the biggest cost items yeah. in the project. Mm. Uh, so, for example, more than a hundred billion rand of capitalized interest during construction is not included in those figures, even though capitalized interest during construction has been happening since the project started in 2007 mm, yeah. and 2008. And then secondly, uh, a figure of 39 billion rand is not included for what is known as flu gas desulfurization plant. This is pollution control equipment. Mm. Uh, that is a contractual requirement for Madupi in terms of a World Bank loan that was signed in 2010. So it's not like that Eskom don't know these things. Or, uh, they just not put in the figures. And in my view, that is misleading and wrong. Now, um, this... Uh a gas flu the desulfurization equipment yes. and yes. The, the World Bank uh, loan. Yes. That's that yes. same World Bank loan that Patrick Bond reckons is, uh, is, uh, should never have been made in the first place and is, in fact, almost odious debt and shouldn't be repaid. Well, I must disagree fundamentally with, <laughs> uh, with him on yeah. this. Uh, this is a loan that was properly entered into uh, by Eskom uh, together with the government of South Africa uh, and it is a total of 3.75 mm. billion US dollars 
which converted to rand is around about 55 billion rand. Yeah, that's a and lot of money. And it's a World Bank loan for the funding and the construction mm. of Madupi. Now, you can argue, you know, 10 years later that we shouldn't have entered into that loan, yeah. but Eskom has a legal obligation. It's, it's when it's, there's a contract, uh, it is obligated, and, and uh, to suggest that South Africa should walk away from this loan would be incredibly damaging for South Africa uh, and it's yeah. standing in the financial community. Mm. Okay, okay, we, 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 we won't get on to Patrick Bond's issues. Um, do you think that ESCOM has just taken the money and has used it for something else and uh, now doesn't have any money for the for the desulfurization equipment? Um, look, uh, they they don't have the money. <laughs> Uh, they are uh, their devils are way too high. Mm-hmm. Uh, their liquidity uh, is in a very bad shape, requiring regular bailouts. Uh, uh, so uh, they don't have the money. It's, it's that simple. Um, but this is a contractual uh, obligation mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the, the loan. loan agreement. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Eskom is going to either have to go to the World Bank and tell them, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that they would. Uh, Squandered uh, the money. Not going to do this anymore. Mm. In which case, the World the Bank may back. ask them to pay the money yeah. back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but the point is, you can't take a person's money, enter into a contract, take a person's money, and then fail to meet the terms of the loan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just mm. not. Yes. You know, if you do that sort of thing in, do in that business once. and in finance, uh, you, you'll be punished. Yeah. Well. Uh, at the, at the same time, uh, ESCOM and Sassel are being sued by Ground Up and, and several other, uh, NGOs, uh, for the, uh, for the dirty air that they, that they spewing out of Fondabale Park and, uh, Emalathleni. Uh, is there any indication that, uh, ESCOM is going to be able to reduce uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pollution that it's, uh, that's spewing into the air. I mean, you, you see all these Facebook posts saying, like, we've got the worst air pollution in the world. Um, yeah, the, the thing is uh, that neither Sassel nor Eskom, the majority of Eskom's power stations, the vast majority of the coal-fired power, sta- mm. power stations, do not comply with what is known as the minimum emission standards uh, for South Africa. So, there are some legislation that specify and regulate the, uh, uh, you know, what what kind of pollution you can put into the mm. air, mm. Uh, both in terms of particulate emissions, that means smoke and dust, mm. uh, ash in other words, mm. ash from burning of coal, uh, as well as uh, in toxic gases such as sulfur dioxide and uh, nitrous oxides. Mm. And uh, as I say, majority of Eskom's power stations do not meet these uh, legal requirements. And the only reason they can continue operating is because they have an exemption from the law. They've applied for an extension uh, of yeah. exemption. So, mm. so they, they've got an extra number of years uh, before they uh, will comply. My personal view is that Eskom's old coal-fired power stations will never comply yeah. with those standards, and, mm. and, and Eskom has no real intention of making them comply. Mm. It doesn't have the money to make them comply, and these old power stations are probably not worth making them comply uh, in, in terms of you, you know, the remaining life of yeah. these plants. Mm. Mm. So uh, in, they just apply for extensions, and when those extensions uh, expire, they apply for another More. exemption. Uh, these plants would be illegal uh, in virtually mm. every country of the world. Yeah. 
Yeah. Given us... Uh, and, Eskom, and Eskom doesn't have the money to, to, to make them comply, bottom line. Oh, boy. Yeah, it really worries you, you know, in terms of... Um, do, you, uh, do, do you think they're going to get a chief executive uh, anytime soon? Has, has there been any indication there? Yeah, well, the, 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 the plan is that the uh, acting CEO, Mr. Jabo Mabuza, will uh, give three names to the minister for his consideration by the end of September. Uh, and then we'll follow various due processes before there is a final appointment. Um, I'm not sure exactly uh, when this may take place, but uh, I guess it should take place sometime this year. Um, and it really all depends on government's processes uh, in making the appointment. And we do know that government processes can sometimes turn out to be very, very slow indeed. Yeah. But um, I do think that probably uh, by the end of this year, there should be a new CEO at Eskom. Well, we certainly hope so, and we certainly hope the lights will still be on come New Year. Chris Yellen, thank you for joining us on Marcus Sahama. We hope you have a pleasant and well-lit day forward. Take thank care. you very much. All the best. Take care. Bye.